Hello, my name is Isaac, and today I will be reading Heroes of Olympus, The Lost Hero by Rick Riordan. And if you would like to read these books by yourself or follow along as I read the chapter, then please do. It is um, by Rick Riordan, as I just said. Um, yeah. So without further ado, let's get on with the chapter. Chapter 4, Piper. Piper soon realized Annabeth's heart wasn't in the tour. She talked about all this amazing stuff the camp offered. Magic, archery, pegasus riding, the lava wall, fighting monsters. But she showed no excitement, as if her mind were elsewhere. She pointed to the open-air dining pavilion that overlooked Long Island Sound. Yes, Long Island, New York. They traveled that far on the chariot. Annabeth explained how Camp Half-Blood was... Mostly a summer camp, but some kids stayed here year-round, and they'd added so many campers that it was always crowded now, even in the winter. Piper wondered who ran the camp, and how they'd known Piper and her friends belonged here. She wondered if she'd have to stay full-time, or if she'd be any good at the activities. Could you flunk out of monster fighting? A million questions bobbled in her head, but given Annabeth's mood, she decided to keep quiet. As they climbed a hill to the edge of the camp, Piper turned and got an amazing view of the valley. A big stretch of woods to the northwest, a beautiful beach, the creek, the canoe lake, lush green fields, and the whole layout of the cabins. A bizarre assortment of buildings arranged like a Greek omega O, with a loop of cabins around a central green and two wings sticking out at the bottom of either side. Piper counted twenty cabins in all. One glowed gold, another silver. One had grass on the roof, another was bright red with barbed wire trenches. One cabin was black with fiery green torches out front. All of it seemed like a different world from its snowy hills and field outside. The valley is protected from mortal eyes, Annabeth said, and you can see the weather is controlled too. Each cabin represents a Greek god, a place for that god's child to live. She looked at Piper like she was trying to judge how Piper was handling the news. You're saying my mom was a goddess? Annabeth nodded. You're taking this awfully calmly. Piper couldn't tell why. She couldn't admit that this just confirmed some weird feeling she'd had for years. Arguments she'd had with her father about there were no, about why there were no pictures of her mom in the house, and why dad would never tell exactly how or why mom had left them. But mostly, the dream had warned her this was coming. Soon they will find you, demigod, the voice had rumbled. When they do, follow our directions, cooperate, and your father might live. Piper took a shaky breath. I guess after this morning, it's a little easier to believe. So, who's my mom? We should know soon, Piper said. You're what, 15? God's supposed to claim you when you're 13. That was the deal. The deal? They made a promise last summer. Well, long story, but they promised not to ignore their demigod children anymore, to claim them by the time they turned 15. Sometimes it takes a little longer, but you saw how fast Leo was claimed once he got here. Should happen to you, for you soon. Tonight at the campfire, I'll bet we'll get a sign. Piper wondered if she'd had a big, fiery hammer over her head, or, with her luck, something even more embarrassing. Flying wombat, maybe. Whoever her mother was, Piper had no reason to think she'd be proud to claim a kleptic, kleptomatic daughter with massive problems. Why thirteen? The older you get, Annabeth said, the more monsters notice you, try to kill you. Around 13 is usually when it starts. 
That's why we send protectors to the schools to find you guys, get you to camp before it's too late. Like Coach Hedge? Annabeth nodded. He's... He was... A half satyr, half man goat. Satyrs don't work for the camp. Finding satyrs work for the camp. Finding demigods, protecting them, bringing them in when it's time is right. When the time is right, Piper had no trouble believing Coach Head was half goat. She'd seen the guy eat. She'd never liked the guy, the coach much, but she couldn't believe he'd sacrifice himself to save him, to save them. What happened to him when he went up in the clouds? Did he? Is he gone for good? Hard to say, and his expression was pained. Storm spirits, difficult to battle. Even our best weapons, celestial bronze, will pass right through them unless you catch them by surprise. Jason's sword turned them to dust, Piper remembered. He was lucky then. If you hit a monster just right, you can dissolve them. Rescue their... Send their essence back to Tartarus. Tartarus? A huge abyss in the underworld where the, where the worst monsters come from. Kind of like a bottomless pit of evil. Anyway... Once monsters dissolves, it usually takes months, even years, before they can reform again. But since this storm spirit, Dylan, got away, I know, I don't know why he'd keep Hedge alive. Hedge was a protector, though. He knew the risks. Satyrs don't have mortal souls. He'll be reincarnated as a tree or a flower or something. Piper tried to imagine Coach Hedge as a clump of very angry pansies. This made her feel even worse. She gazed at the cabins below and an uneasy feeling settled over her. Hedge had died to get her here safely. Her mom's cabin was down there somewhere, which meant she had brothers and sisters, more people she'd had to betray. Do what we tell you, the voice had said, or the consequences will be painful. She tucked her hands under her arms, trying to stop them from shaking. It'll be okay, Annabeth promised. You've got friends, you have friends here. We've all been through a lot of weird stuff. You know, we know what you're going through. I doubt that, Piper thought. I've been kicked out of five different schools the past five years, she said. My dad's running out of places to put me. Only five? And within some she was teasing. Piper, we've all been labeled troublemakers. I ran away from home when I was seven. Seriously? Oh, yeah. Most of us are diagnosed with attention deficiency dis- disorder or dyslexia or both. Leo's ADHD, Piper said. Right. It's because we're hardwired, hardwired for battles. Restless, impulsive. We don't fit in with regular kids. You should hear how much trouble Percy... Her face darkened. Anyway, demigods get a bad rep. How do you get in trouble? Usually when someone asked that question, Piper started a fight, or changed the subject, or caused some kind of distraction. But for some reason, she found herself telling the truth. I steal stuff. Well, not really steal. Is your family poor? Piper laughed bitterly. Not even. I did it... I don't know why. For attention, I guess. My dad never had time for me, unless I got in trouble. Piper nodded. I can relate. But you said you didn't really steal? What do you mean? Oh, nobody believes me. The police, teachers, and even the people I took stuff from. They're so embarrassed, they'll deny what happened. But the truth is, I don't steal anything. I just ask people for things. And they give me stuff. Even a BMW convertible. I just asked. And the dealer said, sure, take it. Then he realized what he'd done, I guess. Then the police came after me. Piper waited. She used she was used to people calling her a liar, but when she looked up, Annabeth just nodded. Interesting. If your dad were the god, I'd say you're the child of Hermes, god of thieves, but he can be pretty convincing. But your dad is mortal. Very, Piper agreed. Annabeth shook her head, apparently mystified. I don't know, then. With luck, your mom will claim you, claim you tonight.
Piper almost hoped it wouldn't happen. If her mom were a goddess, would she know about that dream? Would she know what Piper had been asked to do? Piper wondered if Olympian gods ever blasted their kids with lightning for being evil, or grounded them in the underworld. Piper was studying her. Annabeth was studying her. Piper decided she was going to have to be careful from now on with what she said. Annabeth was obviously pretty smart. If anyone could figure out Piper's secret... Come on, Annabeth said at last. There's something else I need to check. They hiked a little further until they reached a cave near the top of the hill. Bones and old swords littered the ground. Torches flanked the entrance, which was covered in a velvet curtain embroidered with snakes. It looked like the set for some kind of twisted puppet show. What's in there? Piper asked. Annabeth poked her head inside, then sighed and closed the curtains. Nothing right now, a friend's place. I've been expecting her for days, but so far nothing. Your friend lives in a cave? Annabeth almost managed to smile. Actually, her family has a luxury condo in Queens, and she goes here. She goes to a finishing school in Connecticut. But when she's here at camp, yeah, she lives in a cave. She's our oracle, tells the future. I was hoping she could tell me. Find Percy? Piper guessed. All the energy drained out of Annabeth, like she'd been holding it together for as long as she could. She sat down on a rock, and her expression was so full of pain, Piper felt like a voyeur. She forced herself to look away. Her eyes drifted to the crest of the hill, where a single pine tree dominated the skyline. Something glittered in its lowest branch, like a fuzzy gold bath mat. No, not a bath mat. It was a sheep's fleece. Okay, Piper thought. Greek camp, they've got a replica of the golden fleece. Then she noticed at the base of the tree. First, she thought it was wrapped in a pile of massive purple cables. But the cables had reptilian scales, clawed feet, and snake-like head, with yellow eyes and smoking nostrils. That's a dr dragon, she stammered. The act That's the actual golden fleece? Annabeth nodded, but it was clear she wasn't really listening. Her shoulders drooped. She rubbed her face and took a shaky breath. Sorry, a little tired. You look ready to drop, Piper said. How long have you been searching for your boyfriend? Three days, six hours, and about twelve minutes? And you have no idea what happened to him? Annabeth shook her head miserably. We were so excited because we both started winter break early. We met up at camp on Tuesday, figured we'd had three weeks together. It was going to be great. And after the campfire, he he kissed me goodnight, went back to his cabin, and in the morning he was gone. We searched the whole camp. We contacted his mom. We've tried to reach him every way we know of. Nothing. He just disappeared. Piper's thinking. Three days ago, the same night she'd had her dream. How long were you guys together? Since August, Annabeth said. August 18th. Almost exactly when I met Jason, Piper said. But we're only been together for a few weeks. Piper went. Annabeth winced. Piper, about that. Maybe you should sit down. Piper knew where this was going. Panic started building inside her, like her lungs were filling with water. Look, I know Jason thought, he thought we just appeared at our school today, but that's not true. I've known him for four months. Piper, Annabeth said sadly, it's the mist. Mist what? M-I-S-T? It's kind of veil separating the mortal world from the magic world. Mortal minds, they can't process strange stuff like gods and monsters, so the mist bends reality. It makes mortals see things in a way they can understand. Like their eyes might just skip over this valley completely, 
or they may just look at the dragon and see a pile of cables. Piper swallowed. No, you said yourself I'm not a regular mortal, I'm a demigod. Even demigods can be affected. I've seen it a lot of times. Monsters infiltrate some place like a school, pass themselves off as human, and everyone thinks they remember that person. They believe he's always been around. The mist can change memories, even create memories of things that never happened. But Jason's not a monster, Piper insisted. He's a human guy, or demigod, or whatever you want to call him. My memories aren't fake. They're so real. The time we set Coach Hedge's pants on fire, the time Jason and I watched a meteor shower on the dorm roof and I finally got the stupid guy to kiss me. She found herself rambling, telling Anvath about her whole semester at wilderness school. She'd liked Jason from the first week they'd met. He'd, he was so nice to her and so patient. He could even put up with hyperactive Leo and his stupid jokes. He'd accepted her for herself and didn't judge her because of her the stupid things she'd done. They'd spent hours looking, looking at talking, looking at the stars, and eventually finally holding hands. All that couldn't be fake. Annabeth pursed her lips. Piper, your memory's a lot sharper than most. I'll admit that, but I don't know why I don't know why that is, but if you know him so well I do. Then where is he from? Piper felt like she'd been hit between the eyes. He must have told me, but did you ever notice his tattoo before today? Did he even did he even ever tell you about his parents or his friends or his last school? I don't know. But, but, Piper, what's his last name? Her mind went blank. She didn't know Jason's last name. How could that be? She started to cry. She felt like a total fool, but she sat down on the rock next to Annabeth and just fell to pieces. It was way too much. Did everything that was good in her stupid, miserable life have to be taken away? Yes, the dream had told her. Yes, unless you do exactly what we say. Hey, Annabeth said, we'll figure it out. Jason's here now. Who knows? Maybe we'll work out for you guys for real. Not likely, Piper thought. Not if the dream had told her the truth. But she couldn't say that. She brushed a tear from her cheek. You brought me up here so no one could see me blubbering, huh? Annabeth shrugged. I figured it would be hard for you. I know what it's like to lose a boyfriend. And that was the end of... As much as I will be reading today, I think that was about 10 pages. This chapter is very, very long. It's like 23 pages long, so you will get the continuation um, possibly this week or possibly later. I'm not sure yet, and um, you won't know either. Ha ha. But uh, thank you guys for listening to me read this chapter, and with that, Isaac out.